right. So uh, just I'll just ID this is the date is the 9th of January 2015. I'm here with Grania Mulvey. Grania, you have your Horizons program with the RT National Symphony Orchestra coming up on Tuesday. Uh, can you tell me uh, about the program and the pieces that you have um, you've, uh, that, that'll be performed by you? Um, well, I have two pieces for this particular concert. Um, one is a cello concerto, which was a commission and is in this concert. Um, and that's written for Martin Johnson, principal cellist. And also there's an orchestral piece called Diffractions, which is another piece that's written specifically for this as well, too. So the cello concerto um, is called um, Excursions and Ascents. And um, this is based on uh, John Tyndall's work, actually, uh, his writing about glaciers and um expeditions that he took in the Alps and this was one of the kind of culminating uh, organising principles anyway for for the, the piece, the overall structure of it um, and Martin and me have been collaborating then as well for a couple of months so um, that's the that piece and Diffractions then is another piece which is similarly based on um, scattering light and that's their, their particular topics and areas that um, the scientist John Tyndall researched. John Tyndall is a scientist and he is in, uh, one that has actually based his work a lot on waveform and light. And um, this piece, Diffraction, is something like the idea of scattering light whereby um, a waveform hits an object and then slits and then uh, diffracts into different components in and around that object so that's that's the idea just quite like a, a cd if you see the grooves in a cd in light you see the actual colors of the rainbow so that's the same kind of principle that the piece is on concerto you're dealing with one instrument which is pitted against a huge array of, of different instruments and different families so that's problematic in itself um, balancing is one thing control you can't actually run riot and be very wild have you know lots of densities against one another or lots of textures and you have to, to scale back the forces and this was I found um, something that uh, was restricting a good it is restricting as it is a concerto you have to think of balances but um in terms of what textures you could use and what colors um it really does focus you into the actual timbres that are available that um would you generally mightn't think of and also um trying to balance the fact that the cello is um, a single instrument it, it's the fundamental main source within the orchestra but it's also something that can sit back as well. So you've got these two um, elements of being able to write a lot of density and then really scale back and have these more very gentler passages. But it's a, it's, um, a balancing act all the time because uh, naturally you've got to think about um, what particular instruments blend with what and um, how to reconfigure those in terms of the, the, the orchestral colour and palettes that are available. You 
you seem to be very comfortable with, with writing for orchestra. It seems to be something that, that kind of interests you or, or, or fascinates you even. Um, what is it about that whole world that, that you feel quite closely aligned with as a composer? Um, it's because of the many, the myriad of different palettes and timbres that are available with a huge ensemble um, such as orchestra. So, um, and also the sound, the huge kind of array of dynamic contrast that you have as well. Um, those are the main factors probably and why I really like writing. And you can, you can do so much. It's actually probably easier in some way than writing for uh, an ensemble because you've got families which can work pitted against each other. But we, even within those families, you've got a, a huge kind of homogeneity and also a disparate amount of timbres working. Um, and so you have those areas of being able to have uh, huge kind of um, canvases and also very specific um, smaller details within the canvas at work. Um, and you have that ebb and flow of being able to dynamically reshape your material all the time to suit various different timbres. You've got such a, a big palette that um, you can nearly make every different palette or every different family can also blend or you can make them blend with the various timbres that are available within their their, their um, instrumental colour and reshape them maybe timbrely with um, percussion instruments or brass or whatever. There's just a huge array of possibilities that are not not there. Um, with that, though, also comes a certain amount of um, uh, restriction as well, because it's so liberal, you have to kind of home down certain things that work as well. So. I, I like, you know, the ebb and flow of kind of like rhythm and stasis as well, and even stasis within the stasis, rhythms that are actually evolving, so that there's always something active, even if it isn't actually um, directly a linear um, feature. But um, I really don't know. It's just, I just write the way I write. I can't really um, attribute it to wanting to try and um, keep the listener really interested. I'm always interested, I think, in terms of um, contrasts of very dark and very light and I keep thinking in terms of those as kind of like aspects in the harmonic and linear sense so um, that's if they're the main things that come true I hope they do anyway that there is some sort of contrast and I'm, I'm glad I've achieved that much at least. Mm -hmm. 